mini trucker podcast. Uh, this is Dayton and Connor's on the other line. What's up, guys? Host with most low profile C. What's up? Um, anyhow, today we've got some things about the scene that we want to cover. Um, Dayton, I'll let you go over those real quick. All right. What we're going to cover today is like we're going to cover kind of like what a mini truck is for some of you guys don't understand. We're also going to give a little bit of backstory behind us and we're going to be posting 30 minute episodes every Wednesday and every Friday we're going to be posting episodes. They're going to be however long they are, but they but we're going to record on Friday night and they'll end up going up on Saturday. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyhow, that's our schedule for now. I might be doing individual podcasts on Monday if you just want to, you know, visit each of our channels. We might upload individually. Um, I don't know what we have planned yet, but anyhow, <clears throat> on to the show. Um, anyhow, so first off, let's discuss what really defines a mini truck. Um, if you're going by the textbook definition, um, I think it's really like a small, compact, mid-sized, light-duty truck. Yep. But a mini truck's also uh, something like a like a truck that used to be basically from the 80s to 90s era. And it's either like a little compact truck that's either a single cab or extended cab. Uh, but some, some people mistake full sizes for them, kind of like OBS, Fords, and Dodges and stuff like that. Those are not mini trucks. Those are full sizes, but they still can be bagged and stuff like that. Yeah, I consider those more a custom than a legitimate mini truck. The term mini truck's been thrown around a lot here recently in more modern times um, as the availability of parts and such has came along. Um, so anything so, else you got to say on this topic, Dayton? Uh, nope. All right, well, I guess we can move on to the second topic now if you want to start this one off for us. Alright, for the second topic, we are going to do a little bit of our backstory about like how we got involved in this scene and everything. So, my first ever show was uh, back in 2012. I was just hanging out in kindergarten and I got called out of class. And my dad told me to go pack my bag and we went down to Heritage 2K12. And that used to be an old show out in Whitesburg, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we... And we went there in my dad's uh old and my dad's extended cab uh OBS. The bat it wasn't bagged or anything at the time, it was just static dropped and it was like in mold like a thousand different colors, but I mean we still had a really good time. Yeah, um my first show was also as well a heritage show, one of the iterations of it. Anyhow, I think it was oh eight, maybe? No, no, no. Somewhere around 08 to 010. Um, but anyhow, my first show was there, and that was in my dad's at the time, um, Ranger, 91 Ranger, um, with hydraulics on it. <clears throat> and um, that was my story of my first show there. Um, it was fun. I, I really liked it. It really gave me a positive experience and a lot of exposure to the scene that I think a lot of people are kind of getting robbed of nowadays and we'll get onto that topic later. Um, but, um, I believe that that is one of the key points that we really need to hit on. And later on in the show is the shrinking show scene that's kind of going on right now. 
Yeah, the show scene really used to be kind of small when I first got into it. Like, it's ne- it's never going to be as big as it used to be, but we're coming out with stronger and more, like, like a lot more clean builds than, like, back then when it was just, like, lowered vehicles and stuff like that. But at the same time, though, we still do have some of those, like, vehicles in the scene, like, where they're just, like, lowered and not, like, the nicest vehicles, but you still respect them because they're still a part of the scene. Yeah, like, I mean, a lot of people have projects, just like myself. I have my little O3 Ranger, which is um, an extended cab, uh, silver, stock silver. <laughs> and it's just static, drop in the back, and still a project. Working to get a four-link on that. But um, anyhow, um, I guess that kind of concludes this topic. If you have anything else to say, let me know. Uh, here, here's like the back, here's like probably my favorite story about being in the mini truck scene. This was probably my all time favorite story right here. So one day, well, this is back when I didn't have my truck, but this is the first ever time I got to go ride in my truck. I was with Garrett and, uh, we, we were driving back from summer nights down in Somerset, Kentucky, and we finally got back into London, Kentucky, and we decided to go eat at this restaurant. And right before we pulled up into this restaurant, the next thing we think, the next thing we just hear is, and the airbag just blew up in the front. Yeah, um, that reminds me of actually a rather recent experience that uh, um, I had to call on Dayton here. Um, I rang him up on the phone, and I was like, "Hey, bud, I'm stranded on the side of the road." And he was like, oh, you're stranded? And I was like, yeah, I blew a bag finally. <laughs> so uh, I, I stayed in contact with him the entire time. I was like, well, uh, we're sitting halfway down. My truck was uh, managing to drag itself along the road with its uh, poor, um, overused engine now. I've really ran it up on the miles. It used to be a farm truck. So it had a lot of mileage on it already, and I'm not helping it any. But, um, um. Yeah, I we we all have common problems that happen with mini trucks, but like any other vehicle that you have, it's gonna need common maintenance. As my as- my truck, my truck probably has my truck first started off as a farm truck too, and it probably has about it almost has like four hundred thousand miles on it by this point. Mm, and the, and um, and it just and it just finally. It's starting to give up. Like we just now we're getting like the head gasket and the timing chain. Now we gotta buy a header for it. And now we gotta buy an upper intake for it and all that other good stuff. But I mean, for it lasting that long, I'm pretty shocked. Yeah, um, I'm rather shocked that my truck lasted as long as it did. It's been rather treated, um, rather rough. It's been out raced in fields and all sorts of fun stuff. Um, but uh yeah, we used to drive it out in the field over all sorts of bumps and stuff. And the poor suspension is beaten and bruised. Um, uh, anyhow, um, I guess it's about time we should be moving on to the next topic. Yep. All right. Um, you want me to start us off? Or yep. Go ahead. Go, ahead and start us, go ahead and start us off. So I think that the scene is kind of changed a lot over the years. Um, one being in particular due to, if you really look at it, a correlation with social media and the takeoff of it. Um, 
I think that the increase in the amount of social media usage is really kind of led to a lack of shows because there's no real need to have a show any longer because you can just see people's trucks on social media and such. However, there are some hardcore mini truckers that are still show only strictly and they post some minor pictures and such of their trucks on um, Facebook, Instagram, etc. Um, but, um, Dayton, what are your outlooks on this? I know you I, really show yourself. <clears throat> I, I think I don't understand it. If I don't understand why the world's social media has changed it so much. You know what? I filmed for the for my YouTube channel and Stanley Twisted. You should go check it out. Anyway, back on topic. Uh, I I think it's retarded because you don't. It's not the same just seeing it on social media because the photos don't tell the truth. Like you could see, like you could see probably the cleanest truck online, and then it turns out it's like the most crappiest thing you've ever saw in your life. Yeah, At the same I, time, I, though. At the same time, though, it's a lot nicer to go hang out with people and go actually get to see trucks in person. Yeah, um, I agree on that because you a lot of stuff is hidden through a camera that you have to see or touch, you know. And especially, I see a lot of people, you know, like posting trucks up for sale and such. And yep. there's a lot of stuff that you have to go and actually see the vehicle before you buy it in order to know what you're buying. Because, like, you can't feel unevenness on a picture and such. And I think that that's led to a lot of people getting gypped out of stuff on, um, you know, buying trucks and trading in the scene on online and stuff. But um, I hope that we can eventually develop this into something that kind of fixes that problem. As, you know, technology is adapting and so are we. But um, you've got any more thoughts on this? Uh, not, not really though, because I, I mean, there, there are some trucks out there that are clean for sale and everything. You just gotta make sure you're getting, you just gotta make sure you're getting the right thing. And like today I was basically, I got a good friend at my school. He's wanting to get himself a truck, the bag and everything. He was going to, he was going to get his, uh, grand grandpa's truck, which is, uh, an old 90 Dodge and it was like all rusty and be- kind of beat the crap a little bit. And I, and I kind of have fill on my mind, like, that's going to be kind of, that's going to be a long shot right there for him. Not really know how to do anything yet. Cause I'm like the main reason why he's wanting to get into it. But so anyway, I tried to find him a better project today and I finally stumbled across this like really, really, really nice, uh, this really nice Toyota today that was basically bone stock had some new wheels on it. Uh, but just had some aftermarket wheels on it, but that was about it. Had a bumper delete on it for fifteen hundred bucks. The only bad part I saw on it was that there was some rust on the tailgate. But I mean, that was like probably the cleanest truck. Yeah, uh, I'm glad to hear that you're helping influence other people to get in the scene as well. As I feel like, kind of the scene is recluded a little bit and became kind of less active some of them, but I think that's part of the whole scene is changing thing. And it's not just mini trucks we're here to talk about. We're here to, I'm here to mostly talk about, you know, the car scene as a whole, the car and truck scene, the custom scene entirely. But um, I think that there are a lot of different vehicles coming into the scene now. Something that a lot of people have not seen before, because I've seen a lot more, you know, front end swaps and stuff like that. Like just the other day, I seen progress on a Camaro front end swapped S10. Um, 
I don't know if you've been seeing these as well, but um, I definitely have, and I've seen a huge uptake in them. I don't know if they've been there and just not been seen because of social media, or if, you know, it's just something that's developed. And I think a lot of the car cultures are starting to intermix. If you notice, like, the donk scene is kind of began to join in with the mini truck scene you'll see a lot of mini trucks running huge rims now like stuff that would have seemed almost impossible back in the day uh, well also <laughs> also i there's like this really clean green impella out there on some like 24 it's like an old 64 impella and i and i haven't saw that thing at any donk shows at all like posted up anywhere besides like mini truck shows i've seen that sucker at mini nats i've seen that sucker at relax in the park i've seen that sucker at a whole bunch of shows yeah and just because a truck or car is defined i use air quotes around that as one thing i think that that doesn't mean that it has to only apply to that class and that it should be exclusive to that but like i mean you can have different elements from different parts of different classes and have it all combined in one thing like i see a lot of donks running on air right now have you noticed that as well yeah yeah and like i've seen lifted trucks on air ride as well um and that's that's a whole other can of worms to open but um anyhow um I think that this whole scene thing is not so much as specialty anymore. You know, everything's not, you know, I can only use air ride because I drive a mini truck and it's only exclusive to mini trucks. I think it's more, I have air ride, they have air ride, they drive a donk and they drive a lifted truck and that's okay. Yeah, and I, and I and I don't have any problem with that at all. I love seeing I love seeing like stands cars on air and stuff because I know that those vehicles ain't getting screwed up because they're so low to the ground and dragging all over the place. And also yeah, I just I'll... love seeing like how much more useful airbags are starting to get today. And now like airbags are like starting to become like normal stock trucks, like my Papel's truck. He has like this stock 2015 Duramax, like completely stock stock wheels and stock everything, but it has helper bags in the back. Yeah, I, I think it helps a lot because there's a lot of practical uses for it too. If you look out there, that's in a lot of luxury cars, such as the newer Lincoln Navigators and such, they come pre-equipped with air ride now to different settings and comfortable, comfortable levels of you know air ride itself. Um, but it's not really such an aftermarket modification now as a lot of people look at it, and they're saying, you know, air ride's so bad, they won't even use it in stock, and so on and so forth like that. Well, I mean, it's it's just because the technology was too expensive at the time, and, you know, it still is very expensive, but it's not anything that the working man can't afford. And I think that's, that this is going to conclude this topic, and the next topic I want to get on to now is uh, I want to go ahead and get on to, like, the show topic. Like, how like shows are doing like really really well right now like Lone Star Throwdown and Mini Nats and stuff like that. Just like basically on Mini Nats, uh, as soon as it went up, it sold out in two hours. Seven hundred registrations sold out in two hours. Lone Star Throwdown, probably two. I think it was two thousand pre-registrations sold out in like five hours or something like that. It was it was crazy quick though. 
then the C10, and then there's like a C10 show that sold out as soon as it got posted up too. Yeah, I've seen a lot of shows. It seems the bigger shows are getting a lot more attention now. Um, and a lot of the little shows, unfortunately, are kind of starting to get, you know, foreshadowed by that. Not, not that it's all horrible, but everything has pros and cons. You've got to look oh. at the ups and downs. Well, also, Relax in the Park, they're doing pretty well, too. They, I mean, this is their second year, and they probably already have probably 300 people registered for that show. Now we got my show going. Basically, last year, my show was just, like, for, like, wagons, pedal cars, and stuff like that. And uh, now it's involved into, like, a mini truck, car show, and all that. And now it's doing pretty well, too. I'm hoping this is going to be a good, good year. You guys should come check it out. It's called Data Cruise. Search it up on Facebook events. All proceeds go to St. Jude Children's Hospital. Yeah, um, I I agree on that topic. Um, that I, I think the that what defines a show has changed. Um, like, a lot of shows, you know, are for one class or another. Uh, going back to the topic earlier, not to sound like a skipping record here, but... Um, what like what you did, like you know you you had a wagon and pedal car show, and then you know you opened it up to many minis and customs and so on and so forth, and um, I expect a much larger turnout this year, honestly. Um, Me too. Just from what I've seen, um, not not trying to gloat or anything here, um, but um, I, I think people need to be more open to other car cultures instead of being you know excluding others and like like a lot of people say and like i see on a lot of people i i'll see them follow you know like some people will be into you know mini trucks or cars i'll see them following like the car guy following mini trucks and the mini truck guy following like jdm and such like that it's really more broadened spectrum yep uh, I see what you mean here. I'm going to get a little bit off topic, but some of you guys want to hear kind of the backstory behind my truck. So right now, since we're back on this topic, I figured that uh, I'll go ahead and bring this up right now. Uh, my truck, basically, like when I told you like my best memory ever, I was in my truck. And ever since then, he's told me one day I'm going to get his truck. And he said, once I get older, I didn't know when, though. But one day, but it was two days after my birthday, and we had the Twisted Intentions Christmas party. And, last year, I called, yeah, right? Yeah, last year. And, uh, and then he, and Garrett came all the way up from London, Kentucky, all the way down to, all the way up to my little Indiana hometown. And anyway, so he came there, and then he, and he gave me my truck in front of everyone there, basically. We were just having we were just having a good time out there. Then I got called over there, and then most of you guys will probably watch the video. If you haven't, uh, I might I might try to figure out the way to put the video on the link. It's posted on my YouTube channel also. So. Oh yeah, um, make sure to follow us on Facebook. Um, you can find me under Connor Alexander Wilson, and you can find Dayton under Dayton Cooper. Um, and. I hope that you guys make sure to follow us there so that we can see updates on our trucks and such. Um, we'll also be commenting on them here. And I think that that will eventually develop into a little bit more and so on and so forth. But that's another discussion for a later time. 
um we so, we hopefully will be uh adding on to uh facebook like we'll have like our own little facebook page like where we post up some stuff for the yeah. podcast um anyhow i think there's one other topic we need to cover yep one or i'll two. let you get that one all right um and I think that that is the fact that, you know, that mini trucking is supposedly dying. I see this everywhere. Mini trucking's dying. The car scene is dying. This is dying. And I, it's not. I don't know how many times I have to say this, but it's not dying. We're still alive. You know, the yeah. trucking scene is still very well alive. Or otherwise, this podcast wouldn't be possible. I I think I think what people ain't un, what aren't understanding is that it's evolving into something different. So people are selling their vehicles because they want to upgrade into newer vehicles. Then I'm sure, like here in the future, it's mainly basically all the old minis are going to go away, kind of like kind of like the 90s was. And now here sooner or later we're going to get more newer vehicles kind of like how it already is, but it's going to continue to go more and more on and then it's just going to turn out to be basically flat out nothing but new vehicles. Yeah, that and I see a lot of people trading vehicles and they'll see pe- and I'll see like people posting their vehicles online and stuff up for sale and everybody instantly assumes that they're just leaving the scene forever and that they're never coming back and that they're just getting rid of everything and don't want to be a part of it anymore. And I think that causes a lot of controversy. But yeah. really, it's just people, you know, wanting to get a new project. You know, the same as getting bored with, you know, playing, I don't know, say the same game or the same song a million times. You're going to get pretty bored of it pretty soon. Like, I mean, after you finish something, though, you can show off your work. And then, you know, there's some people who I'm, how do I say this in a kind way as to, you know, some people want, don't really have time to build. And, you know, they're busy, you know, doing, living life. Like, a lot of people don't really have time for mini trucking anymore. And, you know, either some people have, like, complications and stuff. You know, just, I know some people who are mini truckers who are actually disabled. Um, and they still work very hard, yes. And they, you know, pick up projects like that that people don't want anymore. And I see a lot of people completing that. Like, it's really interesting when you get into it. Uh, and I think I we'll elaborate on that a little bit more. Um, anyway, anyhow, I'll turn that over to you, Dayton. Uh, basically, what and I don't know what he was saying. I think basically, people don't really have time for it no more. Like what he yeah. said, like now, now, like it's not like the nineties when everyone back then was like all the young guns and everything, and really didn't have a job like where they're just working out little cheapy jobs to pay to pay to get their stuff going, and then they and then they just go hang out at shows and stuff. Yeah, and I think it's the next generation is what I'm saying. I'm saying there's a new generation of mini truckers coming in. You know, people in their late teens, early twenties. Um, and stuff like that. And I think that that will, you know, kind of recreate the scene. Sooner or later, you know, it's kind of a pattern. It goes in and out, in and out. <clears throat> you know, pe- people will never understand it. I mean, no no matter what, people will never understand the scene at all. Like, there's always going to be that person that's always going to say, 
oh, that truck's ruined or what or whatnot. Or how do you get over speed bumps? So classic ones. For yeah, well, a lot of people don't understand how stuff works. And that's kind of what they then they go around saying something that they don't really know what it's about on social media. And they're just like, that's so dumb. Those darn mini truckers are ruining everything. There's going to be no good work trucks left, yada, yada, yada. But what people don't realize is not everybody has the same taste. You know, like, people like certain aspects of certain things and so on and so forth. And I believe we're getting into another debate here. <laughs> Anyhow, but um, anyway, um, I think it's time to move on to another topic for the last five minutes podcast. Um, if you want to cover that one, Nathan. Uh, I think the main reason why we started this podcast here is to get, to get basically to know some more like how like the next generation of mini truckers is going to evolve into. So it's not just going to be us talking on here all the time. Like we're going to have like other like feature mini truckers on here. Hopefully Uh, to get guest stars. Uh, hopefully this, uh, next week, hopefully next week I'll be able to Upload the video on my on my good friend that's a mini trucker, Jeremiah Jr. Hopefully we'll be able to get him on here here soon and he's gonna talk about like what he has in plan. Uh he doesn't he, I mean he has a truck right now, but he's gotta leave it bone stock and but he is gonna give himself something in the future to customize and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> I agree that um you know this this podcast is really made to inform. It's made to inform people about the scene, the changes, the, what's coming in the future, and what to kind of expect. And we want to keep people up to date and informed on that. And I feel that people are kind of underinformed, you know. I, as ironic as it is, social media is kind of underinforming people. Because, you know, it feels a lot less natural typing through a screen than it does talking to someone face to face. Well, also, another thing that I've been trying to get covered is that uh, kids in my school, they they take they take this crap, like, they just take it as, like, a freaking joke, and they'll bully you to death about it. As soon as I got my truck, I did not even brag about it or anything. All I did was make a post on Facebook. I made a post on uh, Instagram. And I got, and I went back to school, and I got nothing but harassed about it, basically. They just kept making fun of me and everything. And they would not stop. It happened for months on months on months. And like a lot of mini truckers say, people don't understand. You know, there it's a special kind of passion. It's a passion. It's a lifestyle. It's a culture of its own. It has its own subsets. It's it's its own thing. And not everyone's going to, you know, fly the same way. It's very similar to, you know, like, let me find a good example here. You know, like religion, kind of. I know that's a little touchy topic, but just hear me out here. You know, some people go to, like, just taking Christianity, for example. There's subsets, right? In Christianity, metaphorical car culture. Um, like, there's, like, you know, like, Baptist and Protestant and so on and so forth. But, like, that's, like, the car culture. There's many subsets, and I believe that, you know, the more we try to understand the subsets, the less we really understand about them. Uh, well, I'm, uh, I'm going to wrap this up. 
But this is how I'm going to wrap this up every time. I'm just going to read out some good people you guys should go check out to go get yourself some, like, cool uh, mini truck stuff. Uh, here's here's all my vendors that you guys should go check out. You guys should go check out Frame and Glory. You guys should go check out Asshole Army, KIK. You guys need to go check out Talking Clothing. You guys need to go check out uh, Hammered Weekend Wear, Drop and Wear. Uh, Driven. You guys... Driven, driven. Uh, check out uh, Laying Licks for their for their sick pinstriping. Check out All Time Low. Check out uh, and also uh, check out some other places like Madhouse Customs. Yeah, Mad Gear Garage also. Drag yeah. Gear. And then also, if you guys want one on my YouTube channel, I'm making stickers now. And they're going to be selling for, like, three bucks for, like, a little pillow car sticker. And uh, five bucks for, like, a, for, like, one with my truck on it. Um, anyhow, in this last little bit here, I think we should talk about, you know, clubs and such. Um, but anyhow, I think we'll save that for next time. I kind of wanted to fit that in. But, you know, it's okay. We don't get to cover everything. But we've got about 30 seconds left. So I think we're gonna call it quits here, guys. And yep, and we're gonna play one. some. All right, see you guys.